Hey, it's me again. Yes, I know you got done listening to an Anchor ad. Um, And as much as I want to talk to you about Anchor, I just want to let you know that this podcast has some connection issues. We're doing it over Zoom. So sometimes there's a little stuttering. Just wanted to inform you. All right, get into the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode, oh my lord, I don't know, episode 24, episode 24 of the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jared Klein. Um, today, you obviously know by the title who we have on, the main man, Porter Gray. Porter, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jared. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. Um, honestly, you were recommended to me by Brad, um, Brad LaFeld. He said, "He said you beat him out for the NHL job. Is that true?" Um, I mean, apparently it's true. I <laughs> would love to know who else was there because I'm like sneakily competitive, but also not competitive. Yeah. Um, and it, plus, it's always just interesting to see where people's journeys go. So um, he is the only other person that I know was interviewing for that job. Yeah. Yeah. When when I had him on, he jokingly threw some slander your way. I thought that was funny, so I want I wanted <laughs> I wanted to bring that up right away because I think that's I think that's actually that's pretty unique. Like I've never heard of like granted Brad is he's a very you know very nice guy, very easy guy to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. and it's it's always kind of cool to hear like a little banter between ah like like fuck you dude you got the job I didn't you know like kind of you know those type of those you know small little banter between because you never really see that you never really see that between no. designers yeah it's not that common and in a lot of cases I feel like um especially the younger people like me would be a bit more protective and like competitive if they found out about a certain person getting a job mm-hmm. so I mean it's nice to have uh, healthy manner about it. Brad and I, you know, send messages back and forth every once in a while, and it's it's always a, a good time. I used to hang out on the streams all the time. I'm sure uh, you were aware because you've been there a few times. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's he's he's a really nice guy. I can't say anything less about that man. He's he's a great dude to talk to. Um, but anyways, for the people that don't know who Porter is, Porter. How about you tell the people who you are, where you're from, you know, what, what, how, however deep you want to go. I usually leave it pretty open and then we can hop right into what we want to talk about. Ooh. Well, you're leaving it open for me to go deep. So I'll start <laughs> uh, January 28th, 1999. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'll just give a, a, a quick one. Um, I'm Porter Gray. I'm the uh, social media designer, uh, very specific department for uh, the National Hockey League right now. Um, I've been working there for four or five months only, but um, it seriously feels like it's been a year and a half. Like it, it's just uh, days feel like months. And I don't know if that's a good thing or if it's a bad thing. I mean, it is a good thing because uh, every single day has been really enjoyable so far. I got my start freelancing about two or three years ago. I probably tell people three just to make myself seem a little bit older, but in retrospect, it's probably two. Um, 
you know, I did some, did some work here and there and uh, in college and found that that was really the thing that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I jumped on that, um, dropped right out of college to go do that. So it's been a fun journey. That's a very unique thing. Um, I know some people that didn't go to college and are in great positions design wise. And I know some people that, you know, went all the way through college and are in a good position design wise, but I've never had a conversation with someone that dropped out middle of college um, and are in a great position design wise. So that's, that's really cool. Um, I love that. So, I mean, I have to ask this, this isn't like a, like a topic of what we want to talk about today, but since you mentioned that, how do you, I guess, how do you utilize that aspect of your journey when, you know, pitching yourself, pitching your services as like a freelance right. designer? I mean, obviously you have a great opportunity with the NHL. So, I mean, you, you know, I mean, your work speaks for itself, but I know with, with bigger companies and bigger entities, sometimes work go only goes so far. They got to know a little bit yeah. more about the person. So. I guess, sorry, I cut you off a little bit, but. No, 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 don't worry. Um, it's good that you mentioned that last part, actually, because um, the, the number one thing that I'll tell anybody that's ever asked for, like, you know, interview advice, which is shocking to me that you would come to me for interview advice, because I've only had one job, so I've, I've only succeeded one time in a job interview. <laughs> um the number one thing that I've always been big on is my personality. Uh, because like you said, you know, the work speaks for itself. And the real reason why they want to hire you is because they want to see what you bring to their team beyond just that level of work. Because otherwise they could get people from Fiverr to do all their projects. They could get uh, a giant freelance roster and just cycle between all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the personality I think is what sets everybody apart, um, especially myself. Uh, I pride myself on being a bit ridiculous. Um, and that's good. People... Ridiculous is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I, as much as I like to put up a serious front at times, I don't take myself seriously at all, especially when I'm in these environments with other people that are supposed to be, you know, learning from or directing me. And I, I make sure that I'm uh, easy to work with, but also uh, beyond that, somebody that you gravitate towards working to or, or working with rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, openly encouraging random conversation or, uh, you know, I haven't necessarily gotten the opportunity to do this because most of the people that I work with directly are uh, in the States and I'm in Canada. Uh, but, you know, random interactions in the office is like kind of where I shine, but also where I like crap myself because I'm super antisocial at times. And like, I don't, I'm a nervous wreck if somebody's like, hey, how's your day been? Like, I don't know how to answer this. Uh, but there are also times where I like, if my energy is high, everybody else's energy is high. Uh, so 
yeah, I think the dropping out part, it lit a fire under me because mm-hmm. I chose to go do that. I chose to like, in essence, kind of bet on myself to the biggest degree that I could think of at the time. And um, it's sustained me thus far. And obviously going four or five years into my career as the college dropouts, probably not a great idea. So I'm working on, you know, these other motivating factors right now, but uh, it's definitely one that's sustained me for a long time and definitely gotten me where I am now. I think a crazy thing about um, like situations like that, where, you know, in your case, college was like a safety net almost like it was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'll go through college. I have that degree. You know, if I have the degree, you know, I'll basically be able to get a job just because I have the piece of paper, whether it's in something I want to do or whether it's not, I'll still be able to have a job. I feel like yeah. the crazy thing, you know, when it comes to finding out, about a person, which this is awesome. I love this scenario. Like when they completely erase plan B and only bank on plan A Mm -hmm. and then showing, you know, obviously the end result currently you have a job with one of the more prolific sports, you know, companies I would say in the world, because, you know, hockey is such a worldwide sport and the NHL is the biggest league in the world for hockey. I mean, you know, so like that kind of speaks for itself, but I, it, it tells a lot about the person that is doing that um, and has done that. And I think that speaks volumes in itself. Um, I think that is more reputable than a piece of paper, in my opinion, than going to school for four years. And, you know, depending on where you go, you know, debt, you know, that's going into debt is never the best thing and having to pay money back. Like I'm in that scenario right now and it, it fucking sucks. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Um, I had the conversation with myself, like the winter, winter break in my sophomore year, whether I was going to drop out or not. And, you know, look back on it, who knows, but I mean, I went through college, did it, but I always, I always have a big salute towards people that, you know, took that jump and really, succeeded um i haven't had to do that yet for myself i haven't either it's a situation hasn't come up or i just haven't you know bought into myself and bought into my ambition yet like i should um but yeah it it speaks volumes it speaks volumes man that's it's it's awesome to to see that and to see you know where you are in your career excelling what you want to do at least i think that's this is what you want to do based off of how you've been talking about it so <laughs> um yeah, it's it's really cool. It is it is really cool. Um so like it kind of segues into what we were wanting to talk about, right? One of the things was um you wanted to talk about the way like you treat yourself and I guess treating oneself as a general topic. Um whether that's talking about self-confidence or, you know, pretty much backing yourself in a scenario or just, you know, treating yourself mentally in a scenario in, in like in general, you know, like not shooting yourself down, you know, just being a positive person. And who knows, maybe we'll talk about treating yourself on a, you know, dietary, <laughs> you know, dietary mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> yeah, cover it all. Yeah. So, I mean, I love that. I love that a lot. I am very thankful in, in my life to 
have friends and have family and, and have, you know, that, that support system that was able to show me early on, you know, how important that was and um, how important, you know, being confident and talking and, and saying good things to yourself and reassuring yourself on your decisions and um, just basically building your self-confidence and your self-worth up and having, you know, having you be able to not second guess decisions like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to talk for yourself, talk, talk, talk for yourself. Wow. Um, so kind That's of, a weird sentence. yeah, it is. Uh, it doesn't say, but it, I guess it's right. I don't know. <laughs> Does that, is, is that right? Is that right? <laughs> I would guess so, but it just sounds <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what are your opinions on the whole thing? I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but. Um, well, it's, it's been really interesting uh, to say the least. Um, you know, there are obviously ups and downs with it. And um, I'm right there with you with the whole, you know, conversation that you have with yourself. Like it's, it's tough. And it was the, like the single most terrifying decision I've ever had to make. Mm-hmm. But it, at the same time, um, you know, obviously in the moment, I wouldn't have said this. And I'm only saying this now because um, it worked out, luckily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also the best decision that I ever made. Um, which you're never going to know in the moment. And you're also, uh, you're hoping that it gets to that point. And I'm not going to say that I'm like one in a million, but it's definitely a lot more rare than I think it should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've <laughs> encouraged lots of people, uh, you know, kind of selfishly, but, and maybe a little bit recklessly, if they're debating on dropping out of school, that they heavily consider it and they, they understand the, they try to figure out like what their best route to do that is, um, where, like you said, you, you keep that safety net of being in school, which was basically once I realized that I was going to drop out, that was all that that was, was just a, a way for me to say, okay, I fucked up. Let me try it again. And essentially just a way for me to get back into the batting line. Um, not to use a baseball reference when I work in hockey, but. Um, <laughs> no, it's good. It's you know, good. I, I liked it. <laughs> it's um it's tough so you know one of the things that i did was uh i used my summers to just explore uh, you know i found logo design i found brand identity which a lot of people would say they're the same thing but i would honestly classify them as different and that's a whole other thing but um you know i found sports i found typography which is uh been i think the reason why i keep going is because there's a lot of different things fun things that i can do with typography and it just keeps me going all the time Um, you know i found all these different avenues and niches of of ways that i could go with my skills and then one summer i just said fuck it and i started posting on instagram and if you have the strength in you to scroll all the way down my instagram page 
you'll notice that they sucked. <laughs> they absolutely sucked. <laughs> but that was shortly after, if not the moment where I was like, okay, I'm not going back to school. And it didn't necessarily have anything to do with my skill or lack thereof right at the beginning, mm -hmm. but it had more to do with the way that I drove myself, the way that I pushed, the way that I kept learning. And I was always uh, hungry to learn and practice and just do, which isn't something I necessarily got afforded the opportunity to do at school, which I've also seen a lot of people complain about, you know, their, uh, their teachers and their, their, I don't know if you would call it like guidance figures, because they're not necessarily counselors or anything like that. But you know, they were always directed to to spreading out, not going after that niche. But I think it's actually the the complete opposite is what you should be doing. You should just go full bore into that one thing that you love. And if you find out that you don't love it, then you're better off finding out that you don't love it than doing all these different things and always wondering, um, you know, would I have done really well down this avenue we've done really well down here uh which goes into the whole like generalist versus specialist thing which i could also get into for an hour and a half but yeah i don't think we have time for that. <laughs> you know i want to kind of touch on that i know this is a design podcast but you brought up a really really good point there when you're talking about directing yourself towards a niche you know we're taught even from the start you know, educationally, granted, you know, growing up and everything, but I guess once you hit post post high school, you know, what would it be in like, what would it be called for people that aren't from America? Ter is it secondary school or, or like tertiary school, basically college, collegiate university? Yeah. The way they described it was post-secondary or like college university. Yeah. Yeah. So once you get towards there, Personally, I, I think it's, it's either tech school. Do you guys have tech school, like two year, like associate's degrees in Canada? Oh, I'm not, I'm not even sure. Okay. So in America, we have like two year associate's degrees and you basically skip, you skip those first two years of a four year program of becoming a mm -hmm. well-rounded student. So you basically just skip it. And like, like you said, go full bore into the niche and in, into the profession you're going to school for. Um, I think that's a problem in the United States collegiate education system because, I mean, we could go there, you know, <laughs> again and again and again about universities and it's, you know, it could be, you know, they want to keep you for four years because they want to, you know, s suction the amount of cash out of you, the most amount of cash mm -hmm. out of you as possible. I know in some instances, being a well-rounded student and being a well-rounded, I mean, well-rounded educationally, educationally, you know, that that's the emphasis we're putting on here at well-rounded education. Sometimes that's needed, but for certain oh, yeah, things, absolutely. for certain things that like, it's being, you know, that I, that's why I like, that's why I applaud your decision because you were able to realize this and not, I don't want to say waste your time, but in your instance, it would have been wasting your time. You realized mm -hmm. where you wanted to go. You said, fuck it. Literally your words in this podcast, you said, fuck it. <laughs> and 
you're like, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to hone in on my niche, hone in on what I'm good at. I, again, I, I like the point that you made about, about like people stressing, spreading yourself out and becoming a well-rounded, you know, individual and in, in multiple, I guess, facets of possible profession to put it in a, in a decent way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that is evolving into there should be more emphasis on truly finding what you love to do because i think there's too many sec- there's too many kids going into a four year university that are second guessing and you know waiting two two and a half years before they make their decision on where they want to go like i hate mm-hmm. the i hate the notion of yeah i'll just go to college for four years but my first two you know i'll just figure it out when i'm there right I like that's not what college should be for. No, I I've definitely had my my qualms about that, especially considering the like cohort of people that I um, could have graduated with. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, and you know, to be fair, at the at the very beginning of my college, you know, quote unquote career, I knew that I wanted to do graphic design. And I knew that I wanted to, at some point, work in sports. I just didn't know how to do it. Um, and I'm glad that I didn't go to school before I figured that out. Because there are some people that uh, I'm sure if I ask them to this day that are, are in those classes that don't know where they want to go. And I don't think that's any fault of any individual. I think that's extremely hard and i've been super fortunate to always have sports in my life and to have found the avenue that i could go down because i was never able to go down the route that everybody typically thinks where you know i was this like four foot one 90 pound kid all the way through up until college Mm -hmm. i would have died on a football field (laughs) or i would have died in, in a hockey rink i would have died getting hit if i got hit by a baseball i probably would collapse um but you know i got really lucky with that and i think that's something that education in general i wish focused on a lot more and i wish um i saw somebody tweeted about it the other day where it was like finding out who you are is super critical and I thought, and I think I actually tweeted it. Um, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was, I think it was Matt Lang or Matt Lang. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, oh, the um, Texas football yeah. god. Yeah. God, yeah. I like, uh, how, you, I like how you put it. <laughs> Great work at Texas. Uh, Shout out, Matt. Yeah, unreal. Um, I think I tweeted at him. Yeah, I wish that I had had that in school because that would have been major. And, you know, maybe if the school had done that, I wouldn't have gone to college. But when I think about it, I found out who I was and then went to school to go chase that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know uh, if the the suits that are trying to make as much money as they can off of these college kids... And I'm not saying it's a scam or anything. Obviously, there's I owe a lot of what I did to college because otherwise I wouldn't be here. If I didn't mm-hmm. go to college and then drop out, 
mm-hmm. ironically, I wouldn't be here. Um, so, you know, I think it's kind of hard for them to decide, you know, how do we a, keep these kids in here, but also at the same time, you owe these kids an education. That's what you're trying to present to them. And I think really once I found out who I was and like what I wanted to do, that set me on my path. And that was when I decided to start posting on Instagram and just start practicing and just say, fuck it. And mm-hmm. eventually kept, kept working at it. And now it's, it's paid off. Uh, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely a risk if you don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. I was going to say something, but now I forgot about it. (laughs) I was going to (laughs) continue. I was going to continue this conversation. Um, but I forgot about what I was going to go into. It'll come around. I think it'll come around. Um, but, um, but yeah, so let, let, I guess, I guess, as I, as I wait for this to come around, um, I want to give you a quick shout out. Um, I usually don't do these in the middle of podcast, but I know we've been going on for a little bit about something we didn't really realize we were going to go on for a little bit about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for the viewers, go down below, connect with Porter. Um, his Twitter and portfolio will be down below. So you've heard this man um, share his you know two cents about this awesome topic we love to call is college necessary for designers? Um, <laughs> and you've heard him, you know, share his piece, you know, you, you've learned a little bit, a little bit about Porter. So if you want to connect with him, all of the places where you can connect with him will be down below. I've never done that in the middle of a podcast, but I think I should. I've always done that at the end. You know, mm. I usually don't look in descriptions of podcasts on Spotify. So there's my little thing. Look down in the description, yeah. find find information uh viewers find that information um but anyway so let's get into something else that we were wanting to talk about the great topic of imposter syndrome i think i think this connects to what we were just talking about because a lot of people base i guess who they're getting who they're talking to or who they're getting information from they base the validity of that information off of education experience um honestly i would say those two i value experience a little bit more than education um but probably those two main things is how people validate that information that they're getting um i know you brought up imposter syndrome i want to get your opinion on imposter syndrome um i love it one of my dearest friends shout out hunter mcmanus he's not a designer but he we went to school from middle school on together. He's a great friend. We've, t- we've had these conversations about imposter syndrome all the time. I know for a fact, he won't be listening to this. So maybe I'll direct him to like a timestamp or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, I want to get your opinion on it. You, you kind of proposed it um, saying, is it okay if I quote your DM? Yeah, absolutely. As okay. long as I didn't slander anybody. <laughs> you, you didn't. Which I don't think I did. No. You did not. You did not slander. You you basically said you brought it up, which I knew this was this this conversation about this topic was going to hit right away. You said lately I've been trying to manage imposter syndrome, and like well you said and like the way I treat myself. And then obviously, you know, would you think that'd be a great thing to talk about? And yes, I love talking about imposter syndrome. So hit me with it, man. Hit me with it. Oh, um, glad to get real real like deep and thoughtful um 
we haven't had this in a while on this podcast, so I'm all for it. Let's do it. Yeah, we can always, um, you know, if we really try, we can always correlate it back to design. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it all circles around design for me. It uh, does. That's that's like ninety nine point nine percent of my life at this point, which, uh, you know, and not healthy for other reasons, but um, the last month uh you know i haven't i don't necessarily get too public about like my uh struggles or you know the inner workings of my mind because i just generally think people don't care um and you know for the most part i'm okay with that but i think there's there's something to be said for speaking about it for sure Mm -hmm. um the last month um mainly just January 2022, not to date exactly this podcast, but um, it was probably one of the toughest months for me um, that I've ever really had um, since starting with freelancing and eventually getting a job. Um, And it sort of just came out of nowhere, really, because well, I say it came out of nowhere, but it just, it escalated out of nowhere, I should say. Um, Because with having this like insane drive to work myself into the job that I'm at now, I really pressured myself and I really pushed and, and learned a lot of different things. And I don't regret a second of it. I love every ounce of what I do. Um, there's some days where I make bad things and I don't love those, but that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've always been learn, 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 improve, improve, improve. Um, and the way that I've described it to a lot of people lately is I've never been used to just kind of coasting, so to speak. Like, I'm always hitting the gas. I'm always speeding up. I'm always trying to gain more momentum. And um, I think eventually I, I hit a point sometime last month where, you know, all these things where I'm doing everything that a designer probably shouldn't do for their mental health. Like I'm comparing myself to other people. I'm uh, thinking that I suddenly don't have it anymore, whatever it really is. Uh, even still, I don't know what that exact X factor is, but you know, I thought I lost it. Um, I was starting to feel like I was just going through the motions and I wasn't really used to that. And my entire perception of my work was just insanely off. Uh, and almost every time that I like post anything about my work, it's a bit of a wake up call you know, where typically the one great thing about this community and everybody that um, is involved with sports is they're super supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, you probably won't get a single comment that says this is a hot piece of garbage because everybody knows that we're all working towards something there's no perfection in the industry Mm -hmm. and putting other people down is just going to make you look bad 
-hmm. so you know we generally and i i really appreciate this about our community like nobody really shit talks unless somebody's openly asking for feedback in which case they'll do it privately Mm -hmm. but you know i always thought or i've been thinking and i i got to a point where i was just like this is this is crap and you know what i'm making right now and it was it was stuff that got posted for the the nhl like this is stuff that's going to go in my portfolio that i at the time of making it was pissed at myself for having made it because of all these negative habits that i got like learning to compare myself to other people or um, starting to think that I wasn't learning anything new because I wasn't doing a totally different thing than I was doing yesterday uh, when in reality it's the complete opposite you know people really like my work people were uh, continually impressed Uh, obviously my perception of it and somebody else's perception of always going to be different Mm -hmm. but i got into a really bad place where i just couldn't perceive my work as what it is um where i would always think that it's worse than x person or y person or you know i could just rifle through all my safe posts on instagram or pinterest and just sort of randomly pick somebody and be like wow my work's not as good as that even though that was a post from like two years ago Mm -hmm. or um, you know they've been working in the industry for 10 20 30 years like it just got really really bad and i don't know exactly what happened that like got me out of it but like eventually i just sort of got tired of of being so sick of myself which is mm-hmm. weird um and i've slowly started to you know change my perception of myself where now when i look back at work that i did i'm either happy with it or if i'm not thrilled with it and i don't think it's my best piece I can understand like what parts about it that I would change and I leave it at that and I don't let it continually get to me because I know at some point I'm either going to correct that mistake or I'm going to move past it to the point where it's no longer something that really matters anymore and it's it's just a a stepping stone that I've used to get to where I am Mm -hmm. so I've I've definitely not treated myself well over the last couple of years, but now that I'm, I'm in a place where I can, you know, continue to try new things, but also um, have like a, a baseline that's almost like, in a way, it, that consistency of trying to continue and manage a brand visually is really good for me. Where I don't have to con- consider reinventing the wheel every time I open Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And now I almost have an arsenal of tools and layer styles and fonts and this, that, and the other thing 
images, logos, whatever. Uh, and it really just came down to like my perception of that was I'm a shit person if I'm just repeating myself over and over and over again. But in reality, A, uh, being consistent is exactly what designers should be striving for. And B, um, I'm not doing the same shit over and over again because every time I open Photoshop, I'm doing it for a different player or a different theme or mm -hmm. for a different stat. There's a different focus every single time. And it's not like I'm ever going to make the same graphic twice by accident. Um, I'd really have to focus on doing it on purpose. To do that. <clears throat> but it was just my entire perception of everything was just way fucking off. So I'm yeah. glad that I'm now where I'm sort of normal. Mm -hmm. I, I like how you kind of went, went through your whole kind of, you know, thought process and then your your time where you kind of were like like almost like an aha moment and like now you it's all about growth rather than comparing yourself um comparison in this game is you know i mean we are yeah yes designers are here to to push boundaries creatively you know to push push boundaries try something new um but we're also here to solve problems, solve communication problems within a creative medium, you know? So like, I think, I think in my experience too, when I was in that scenario of comparing myself and everything, I started asking myself if this graphic that I made, <clears throat> excuse me, I keep doing that. If this graphic that I made, serves the purpose that it was intended for and if it does it does its job you know it does it, yep. it it did what i wanted it to do um and most of the time i was you know asking my family members that you know don't know as much about design as i do like they know basically what i've told them about my work and that's it like so they're going in with like complete complete second party no idea what this is for i tell them basically what you know obviously you know what the design is but then from there i just asked them what their opinions are and honestly like that was one way i was able to get over it and i think getting over like the comparison aspect of being a designer and creating work is maturing and having faith in your craft and that just comes with producing more and more and more and more and more um in this 100 day challenge that I've been doing for the past, I think today was 78. I'm gonna have to look at my <laughs> look at my Twitter again. Um, today was a Steve Nash design, and it was actually one of my worst. But it was day 78. I even pointed that out too. Oh, I hated the outcome of it, but you know that's part of the yeah. process. But um, yeah. within this whole you know 100 day challenge, which honestly has felt like a year and a half. It's it's been yeah. a lot of self-reflection. It's been a lot of I don't really give a shit type of scenario. Mm -hmm. Like I work on it in the morning. I have a routine now. I give myself like an hour, hour and a half max. With I I like the little um I like the uh the time constraint on it too that makes me work yeah. a little bit harder and focus on it. Um 
but it's at the end of that, like I, I try to refine some things. I give myself maybe one or two tweaks and that's it. Like I, it's, it's nothing like I have, I have faith in what I, you know, what I, what I went into and what I created is, you know, the best that I could have done that day. And in, in the time constraints and I'm just, you know, I'm folk, I'm okay with it. I post it, you know, obviously, I mean, when some designs get 80 likes and other designs get five, you realize, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big, like, it's a big, it's a big tell immediately, but sometimes numbers in that case don't really matter. Like I, I sometimes yeah. I go into it, I go into it feeling, you know, uh, I just don't have the creative juices flowing, but mm-hmm. you know, you finish it and it's like, okay, I got it done. It's reps, Brad, Brad LaFell. I, I referenced Brad before we started, um, started recording, but Brad LaFell, he was like, treat it just like it's like an NBA player going out into the gym day after the game, shooting shots, you know, getting reps up, getting reps up, training, training, you know, muscle memory or like creative process and no pun intended. Um, <laughs> to kind of, you know, just like an athlete, you know, you're training your method of operation and how you do things and refining everything. I think being a designer is one of the hardest things, you know, on <laughs> that's glorified. I should have said that. <laughs> that is glorified. I mean, it is, it is pretty tough. You it's, think about it, like not everybody can just go and do it. You really have to learn it. The same yep, as being a basketball player. I was going to say, not agree. everyone can be a brain surgeon either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I, that's why I like, like... You could name any job, really. <laughs> like, nobody could be a teacher. That's why I double not took it. I was like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's no, like... Don't worry, I get you. It's, it's, it's a tough thing to do, like what we're doing. And I think having a realization of that and, you know, looking at how far you've come from the start of when you started designing. Like I started designing in seventh grade, like, and I'm a year and a half graduate not a year and a half about actually less than a year. Last May I graduated, like less than a year graduated from college. So like it's that amount of time is insane. And to be able to mm-hmm. realize how much I've grown from, you know, 13 years old to now being 23, yeah. you know, 10 years, it's insane. You know, even in the past year and a half or the past, you know, six months, it's been insane. So Mm -hmm. I guess from my rambling, I will sum this up, have, I guess, have trust and confidence in your whole process as a designer. Everything you make isn't going to be perfect, but you know, you have, I, I guess to relate this to my instance as well, like, I know I'm confident in my work when I when I am proud to post something that I know I fucked up at. Yeah. When I know I failed at my inner motive or my inner like outcome that I thought that what was going to happen and I still post it and I'm still proud of it. I'm proud of, you know, the shitty outcome it was cuz I know it was a part of that whole link, you know, that whole process mm-hmm. of learning about myself. That's when I, you know, realize that okay like i think you know i'm confident in myself i'm be able to kind of you know i know my know my strengths know my weaknesses and having all that that cognizance of things um but it it's a long journey like it doesn't happen overnight i mean you talked about it it took you like what you said you've had a bad i don't want to say bad you've had a tough 
two years kind of going in and, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling yourself out as a designer. And that's, that's part of the journey that you got to do. You know, it's part of the, like, whether it's you yourself or whether it's, I got, if you're going to school, whether it's your professor, you know, helping you through that or your friends, like your, your cohorts, you know, whatever you want to call it, whatever that vehicle is that moved you into the direction of, you know, accepting the process. Mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the end, that's the end goal. And then from there, you have much more confidence when you much more confidence. That's not it. You are much more confident when you want to try something new or, you know, move into yeah. a different direction of design rather than just doing social media. You want to go into packaging design or, you know, industrial design mm-hmm. or web design, motion design, you know, editing videos or whatever type of creative outlet or outlet you want to go into, you have more confidence going into that. You trust yourself and you, and you've already gone through the gauntlet learning how to, you know, figure yourself out as a graphic designer. You can do it again, doing a mo doing motion, doing, you know, whatever. Um, again, I went on a ramble. I went on a ramble. It was good. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, you're good. Wow. I like, I like this stuff. It's great. It takes a lot to, to get that kind of acceptance. So that's, it's nice to see, you know, that mental fortitude is mm-hmm. it's really, really hard to come by. And even myself for the last two years, never really had that kind of acceptance of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, I had instances, but I've never truly gotten to that point where you can just have whatever idea and be proud of the fact that you've learned rather than made some fucking beautiful piece of art Mm because at the end of the day it's not always about that because you're never going to be able to consistently just create Mona Lisa after Mona Lisa Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, when you were talking about uh, Steve Nash graphic. I, it's uh, funny that you mentioned Steve Nash in particular because he's one of my least favorite designs from when I was posting daily as well. Um, I don't know. There's just something. That, is it? Uh, is yeah, it on he, your Instagram? It was exciting, but oh, probably it's like down. It's pretty early, but it was right after like one of my favorite designs, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do this again. And then I just completely failed at it. And I don't know how, but um, there's a a Seth Godin quote uh, that I heard on a podcast, like literally yesterday. Um, If you want to have more good ideas, you got to have bad ideas. You got to have more bad ideas type of thing where, you know, those quote unquote shitty graphics aren't just like, they might be, in your opinion, shitty because they don't look as good as the rest of your stuff or, um, you know, you feel that it's missing something, but there's a purpose beyond just its visuals that, you know, only you yourself can really feel as the designer. And, you know, you look back at that graphic and it might change your life. Like it might be the thing that is like, okay, now I know now not to do X or not to do Y or mm-hmm. that, you know, if there's some sort of process in there, a creative process in there. Uh-huh. 
that was about time the pun was very intended um <laughs> you, you get to you get to that point by on, only by having bad and good ideas you can't mm-hmm. just come straight out the gate with like left hook right hook and just knock people out I mean, you gotta have now i'm not a boxer so i'm not going to try and deepen this analogy <laughs> um you know you you can't just come right out the gate and expect to be hitting bangers you kind of have to make shitty stuff that doesn't look good to understand what works uh, and that's been one of the the weird things is i learned best by making mistakes not by doing things correctly so you know i only know what makes a bad graphic because i've made bad graphics before or you know i know what makes a bad logo because i've seen bad logos same with this that and the other thing Um, you only really get there by kind of fucking up Um, and it's an important step in learning and i think especially over the last month i wasn't exactly ready to do that i wasn't ready to screw up and and feel shitty about my work but on the flip side it, it wasn't like i was screwing up and making awful graphics like i didn't get fired i'm doing fine i i don't think a lot of people would have known uh, but you know it's uh it's a learning process mm-hmm. you, you have to i like that point you have to be like you have to accept that sometimes you're not going to make beautiful beautiful pieces of work it's about the function behind it mm-hmm. it is it's about again i'll reiterate it's about the reps it's about you know mm-hmm. what you what your brain went through what your you know what your whole you know again i'll say it process what your process was when you were doing that you learn a lot about yourself when you fail miserably <laughs> yeah Honestly. You really, you really do, and that's in anything. Honestly, I'll I'll say it without it being super design oriented, but that's with anything. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, like you learn not to jump off of a, a two story house if you break your leg. Exactly. Yeah, or like like when you're little, like you learn that the stove is hot because you burnt your finger on the stove. Um, yeah. It's it's all part of all part of getting getting better at what you do and 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 learning. Um, I'll put a I'll put a really cliche. Um, my L's are not losses; they're lessons. <laughs> <laughs> there it that, is. I had to say that's it. Juicy. I had that's to say a good it. one. Very very cliche, mm. like stupid quote. But I mean, the truth is in it. You know, the truth is in it for sure. Oh, just turn that into a quote graphic. Like put it, put it on like a hoodie or something. I bet they're on hoodies. The yeah. people that wear those hoodies, man, sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Again, I mean, it's it's a great thing to like be thinking about. I'm glad we talked about the things that we did talk about. Um, I know this is on the longer side of things for for the viewers, but I also think that you know this these types of topics they aren't talked about you know enough and i think the mental side of not only design but anything um is a foundation for 
someone's success and someone's confidence. So um, it's always a good thing to listen and get pointers from different experiences um, on these types of topics. Um, so yeah. I guess I'm, I'm grateful to you for bringing up the um, bringing up the topic because very good one. It is a very good one to talk about. It's a very good one to consider. Um, yeah. So, um, so Porter, I will kind of reach my my grateful hand out to you and, and say that I was very grateful that you came on today. Um, it was an awesome conversation. I mean, it is, and it has been an awesome conversation that we had, um, for this episode today and, um, quick shout out to Brad for recommending you to be on the podcast. Awesome. Awesome recommendation, Brad. You haven't failed me yet, but the bears still suck. So hopefully you listen to them. Um, go pack, go. yeah, go pack, go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's I'm, not, go. I'm not even a Packers fan. I just like, I just like crapping <laughs> on Brad. <laughs> Let's go, go pack, go. You fucking say it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, guys, anyways, this has been episode 20. 24 episode 24 of creative process um again i'll reiterate this i said this a little bit earlier in the podcast go down below connect with the man porter um his twitter and his portfolio will be down below so you will have access to learn all you need to learn about this man that yeah. is available to learn um please reach out so uh desperate for conversations nowadays <laughs> <laughs> so, so hey there there you go ask this man questions um he wants to answer your questions and help you have breakthroughs um but yes guys yeah. as i always say at the end of these podcasts i hope you have a good rest of your day week month whenever you're listening to this and make sure you go out and tell someone that you love them all right we will see you guys next time in episode 25 peace have a good one <laughs>